1: Okay, we're all in take
0: five. Hook him up with he and Rod P. Brought to you by Bud Light on the Horn.
2: Coming up in Rod's rant of the day, one of the uh, more interesting tattoos you'll see. Yeah, that's happened.
1: Oh, yeah, so, it's, it's a fact.
2: It's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah, somebody said, uh, hey, if y'all don't have a segment called What the Facts, we're going to be disappointed. Fa- I
1: kind of like that. The- WTF? What, what the, the Facts? facts? We got to make sure, Ty, make sure we don't slip up one day. Yeah, be careful. <laughs> be careful. Uh,
2: and, 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 you know, if you're listening on our stream, on our app stream or on our <laughs> pornfm.com stream, which many, many of you are, and we appreciate that each and every morning here on Hook em Up with Ian Rod V. The uh, brought to you by Bud Light, by the way. The um, oh shizzle! There is no delay on our app, so you're going to get the full mm-hmm. the full Monty. I like that. If we screw up, what the facts? Could <laughs> you could? Yo, you get that earmuffs, Yo, uh, Yes, earmuffs.
1: please. Yes, and I know a lot of y'all are streaming, and we appreciate that. That's the okay. best way to catch us. Um,
2: Keep sharing that app and letting people know because I keep getting texts that, hey, where'd your show go? Where'd your show go? Mm. Used to listen every morning. And so I have to remind them. And uh, I think I understand that because uh, maybe you weren't paying attention or out of town or whatever. You're just coming back because football season's almost here and you have fantasy football drafts coming up. That's right. Longhorn's playing 11 days. Also on What the Facts, Rod.
1: What the Facts. I gotta thank quit you for saying who, that because I'm getting way too comfortable. Already. I like it. I like it. <laughs> it does. Uh, stick. Thank
2: you for the text on that. But I would also say that um, thanks for those who reminded me that I, did, I we were talking about Apple TV maybe buying ESPN, and that's some industry insider smoke that's brewing here that Apple wants to make a move into live sports as they already rule the world you now with their iPhones and their <laughs> Apple product. Yeah. But. Um, that I, I I said I only watched the morning show on Apple Plus. I watched Ted Lasso on Apple Plus.
1: Oh, you watched Ted? Lasso. I actually have the app on my phone, so I can tell you what I watch anyway. Yeah.
2: Apple. Uh, I, somebody <laughs> said Severance. I I began Severance, severance is but good. didn't keep
1: it going. Severance is good. Yeah,
2: I, I, I did not keep that one going. Um. So yeah, Ted Lasso for sure on Apple Plus, and the MLS games for Austin FC and all the MLS and Lionel Messi. But in our in our what the facts, Rod. So, if you go back to when the last time the Washington, the Baltimore Ravens lost a preseason football game, it was September the third of twenty fifteen. That was two days before Texas lost to Notre Dame in oh, Irish man. in Notre come Dame Stadium. And I don't want to remind you of that. Please don't. But do you realize that that was, was that? Pr- what came out of that? That was a Labor Day weekend game and trip. Texas came out of that, and and not long later, I think it was middle of September. There was a almost a mutiny with the Texas coaches, and Steve Patterson was relieved. OG of his...
1: Stevie P. He also upset the boosters. I know that, and the donors too. I know that up there because I talked to some of them. He. He was very. Everybody
2: was against. Yes. Steve Addison made enemies with everybody.
1: Yes, he was very. I don't know. He was just calloused in the way that prickly, he. Prickly. Yeah, 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 yeah. a lot of words you could describe Steve. Well, Patterson. he was hired
2: to bring in to be the hatchet man.
1: That's what I, that was always my theory too. That they they need he somebody was not hired to be ground. liked.
2: I would say, but yeah. but it got to a point where it was so bad, and he was so aloof and arrogant that it like, like literally coaches were ready to 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 bolt. Oh yeah, and that's when the call was made to Mike Perrin... This all happened the last time the Ravens lost a, a preseason game. This was eight years ago. Oh, well, yeah. I remember that. And,
1: you know, uh, but I say that. He was, he, he, was bring, he was brought in to bring the BBs back in the box. Everybody liked Mike Perrin. Because Mike was just donors,
2: everybody coaches, loved everybody loves Mike Perrin. Well, he Perrin. was he came in to put out the fire. Yes. <laughs> and, and bridge the gap to the next AD, which turned out to be the hiring of Chris Del Conte.
1: Very true. Good and
2: uh, we didn't mention this yesterday, but if uh, on Friday, this might have slipped through your radar too, Rod, but... Uh, KXAN reported that the University of Texas of Austin at Austin yeah. asked the UT System Board of Regents to approve a contract extension for UTAD Cristo Conti a seven year contract extension that would pay CDC up to nineteen point two five five million through twenty thirty mm. okay. so
1: uh, well, he's done a yeah. great
2: job he has done a great job he deserves it pretty pretty much I'm sure there are those that, that aren't but not many here this year that I don't like Cristo Conti. He's um, right. You know, the Director's Cups, everybody kind of jokes about that, but he's built one heck of an athletic department. The facilities upgrades have been really good. And now, you know, the move to the SEC on his watch, along with Jay Hartzell and, and Kevin Eltyfe. And it does feel like the football team is making strides towards joining the rest of the athletic department that, uh, as high achievers.
1: Yeah, no doubt. No, I'm with on that. Del CDC definitely deserves a, you know a long a, a long-term deal with Texas. He's proven himself above and beyond, um, especially with some of the ideas he's brought. Just with, of course, you know, he's got to make sure the programs are winning a lot of games. But he's also kind of brought the fans close to the program. Bevo Boulevard was a big part of that. Um, he's very accessible. Yes. I'm, I'm sure he's got a team there helping him with his social media. But the fact that he can have some egg, somebody would not – with only, they don't only even really have a true Twitter profile. And they'll ask him a question about the bathroom, urinal cakes or something <laughs> in there. And he'll answer them. Like, yeah, we should have some uh, Bevo urinal cakes. That would be cool. he like, you know what, we should. Hook them horns. He's very accessible. And he's very Bevo
2: shaped urinal cakes. <laughs>
1: well, you know he asked all kind of stuff and he will answer them. I mean, God bless. They, them. they already
2: have a end of the stadium. Do they have in the those south. already?
1: I don't know. Do they, they, have... they
2: could. That's a good idea. <laughs> that so is if a good we idea. Have it, you and I should do it. <laughs> <laughs> Call them. Hook em up.
1: Hook 'em up. Urinal cakes. <laughs> Hey. That is great. I love it. Hey, listen. That's money, man. Come and, on.
2: And his rival fans would point out <laughs> that Texas already has in their south end zone a, a uterus that the players come that through.
1: That is true. Oh, you know what? We would sell the urinal cakes to other universities so that they could urinate Put on Texas. Put them upside down.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a there you
2: That's going oh, to relate to the Rod's rant very well. It is.
1: Before we go to the SEC, yeah. we need to get this business plan going. Gosh, it can make us a lot of money. Away?
2: urinal cakes <laughs> with Bevo, the hook'em, and, and then you're Rival fans can put them upside down.
1: There you go. There you go. Have at it. <laughs> Make
2: a fee on them. And
1: you got to buying them. you like, hey, the more you use them, hey, it helps us, helps us out.
2: I will also we'll say do, this. We'll, we'll,
1: we'll, we'll, you know what? We'll come up with an NIL deal, too. Boom. We'll hook it up. We'll get that money right back to Texas. Which
2: player do we need to help us uh, be our ambassador? <laughs> with our
1: really? urinal cakes idea. <laughs> Who wants to endorse our urinal cakes, kids? Uh-huh. All right.
2: Well, we'll you can... <laughs> to send your subject suggestion.
1: <laughs> okay, real okay, okay, quick, I give you um, some uh, recommendations for Apple TV really quickly. Sure, sure, please. So, it's a couple of these. Okay, you need to watch Blackbird.
2: I've heard that's very good.
1: Blackbird is really damn good. It's is that one kind of, of a
2: drama suspense deal? Yeah,
1: it's a little mini series. Supposed to be based on a true story. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. You'll all, uh, you got to watch Severance too. Severance is freaky, but it's it's well worth it. Freaky but good. Defending Jacobs, one of the original Apple shows, but it it was actually a really good show too. You can start off with like a couple of those. Like those are easily Blackbird's one you should watch. You and your wife will love it. Oh, and Shrinking.
2: Oh, I saw that's Harrison bad. Ford, right?
1: Yes, and it's like a comedy. It's like a dark comedy. It's yeah, pretty uh, good we
2: watched a couple episodes of that and liked it. I just don't know what happened, got derailed, and yeah. we'll go back to that. That's another good
1: one, too. We'll so go the, that's to, a fuel. Well, thank
2: you. Yeah. Uh, also, our, our Horn Hook'Em Up marketing team is going to work for us. Longhorn Rob says they're not called urinal cakes, guys. They're called Piscuits.
1: <laughs> that's a, I, oh, wow. I've never heard that before. Thank you. Thank you, Rob. Wow. Okay, thank so, yeah, I'm, thinking, I'm using the old school term. That's fantastic. I like that. Yeah. Are we allowed to say that? Maybe I don't even know.
2: <laughs> this says give CDC a lifetime contract. Well, look, I mean. Yeah, he's great. Uh, the other part of that is when you're, you're headed to the SEC, you want a strong, trusted leader, right, for your athletic department. Mm-hmm. That's a conference with a lot of um, gravity to it. And he gives you that. And Because there was talk, some scuttle, that when USC was looking for an AD that maybe Del Conte was
1: on their very, very short list. Oh, I'm sure he's gotten very, very some calls. List. Yeah, why wouldn't he?
2: Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah for sure but this this would lock him up through 2030 according to uh, KXAN and the UT System Board of Regents and a new 7-year contract coming for CDC who also confirmed by the way something we've asked about <laughs>
1: <laughs> this text line is awesome. they call say you should call him Pivo it's a Bevo Pivo Boulevard so Pivo Pivo, Pivo. You're okay. that's great that p-
2: Pivo pisscakes <laughs> or pisskit piss biscuits
1: <laughs> Ah, oh, this thing is taking on a life of its own. Uh, Fantastic! Oh yeah. Also,
2: to wrap up the CDC, somebody did ask him. As you said, he's very accessible. He really is. Could the Rice game? Uh, lady named Anne on the Twitterverse, the X-verse, said, "Could the Rice game be moved to the evening? I haven't missed an opening game in many, many years, but I can't endure 105 degrees plus." What do you say? Chris Del Conte responded, "I wish I could miss Ann. Our TV partners select game times, but rest assured, we'll have plenty of free water,
0: free water,
2: and cooling stations throughout DKR well done, C-D-C. for C-D-C. your
1: convenience. There you go, classy and, man. And we
2: talked about that, Rod. Would you have? Because if you go to a, a music festival these days, you can bring your own you know, container containers and just yeah. fill the water jug over and over and over. And you
1: don't want people having heat exhaustion. Right. That's going that's going to cramp the party, man. Everybody. People are
0: going to sneak a lot of liquor in doing that." You let that happen. Well, no, but you get, I don't know, but you'd have to maybe get a...
1: Ty, he's a young man.
2: <laughs> like, there are people at those music festivals oh, that have their break? own, their bladder, right? They get the bladder with the with the, uh, oh, the yeah. tubes and they can just drink oh, right yeah. out of that. You just
1: call that slap the bag. You <laughs> yeah, like the bag yeah. of wine and you just slap it and you just go, take it to the head. Those
2: yeah. could be
0: filled with liquor as well.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, they would have to be checked before entering. They have to be empty yeah, upon Yeah, but then entrance. you're
0: adding, like, think about the security. Like,
1: yeah. You're you're you want people to die of heat exhaustion?
0: Bring in your own bladder.
1: Or just Don't be soft.
2: And fill them up and yeah. then go pee on the Piscuits.
1: The yeah, <laughs> the Peevos. The Peevos. I think we got this. I think you're
2: right, Rod. There's a, there's a large market outside, because everybody loves the Upside Down
1: Hook'em. Oh, man. Large Come market
2: on. outside. I'm of, telling you, they'd have uh, a lot
1: of fun with it. Uh, also, text line says uh, hijack. Thank you, Brian. Hijack is good. Hijack I with Elba. Idris Elba. And the crowded room. I haven't watched the crowded room. Crowded room. Yet. room. What's I haven't that? Haven't watched it yet. Uh, it's a it's their, their latest um, show. I haven't watched it yet either, though. Oh, nice. let me. Thank you for the suggestion. There you go. Uh,
2: let's get to the headlines, then we'll get to Rod's rant. Let's get you caught up on the uh, trending topics, news of the morning. The UBO Business Services brings it to you. Yeah, in addition to that, uh, Crystal Conti seven-year contract that's coming down the pike. Uh, we also have news from Texas football. Junior wide receiver Xavier Worthy, sophomore offensive tackle Kelvin Banks, both named second-team preseason All-Americans yesterday by the AP. Worthy, of course, has played and started in 25 career games already. He's got 21 touchdowns, which is good for third all-time in Texas history as he enters his junior season. Banks is a second-year player out of Humble. Started all 13 games left tackle last season. True freshman earned freshman All-American honors from the Athletic.com, Football Writers Association, and ESPN. Uh, as far as the first-team, preseason All-American selections. That squad led by the reigning Heisman Trophy winner Caleb Williams from USC as well as Michigan running back Blake Corum. Ohio State wide receiver Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, Georgia's talented tight end Brock Bowers. One player from the Big 12 selected the first team. That was the K-State guard Cooper Beebe. Major League Baseball, that three-team race atop the American League West tightened up even more last night as the first place Rangers dropped a gut punch loss to their series opener to Arizona. Uh, Astros and Mariners both won gut punch for the Go Rangers drop. because their bullpen could not close out two separate leads in the, in the uh, end of the ballgame. They took a one less nothing lead to the ninth inning in Arizona last night with a brilliant start from the left-hander Jordan Montgomery. Tossed eight innings of shutout baseball, but Aroldis Chapman gave up a solo home run to Gatel Marte in the ninth. That tied it. They went to the 11th. Texas took a 3-1 lead on a Nathaniel Lowe two-RBI single, but once again, the Texas bully couldn't close it out. The Snakes rallied for three runs in the home half to win it 4-3 in Houston. Meanwhile, Astros beat the Red Sox 9-4. Chaz McCormick, Homer, drove in, uh, Homer twice, I should say, drove in four to power Houston. And then on the south side of Chicago, Red Hot Mariners clobbered the White Sox 14-2. They've won seven in a row, so the Rangers currently a game and a half up on Houston in the west, two games up on Seattle. Speaking of streaks, Dell Diamond tonight, Round Rock Express look to tie a franchise record with their 13th consecutive win. They open a series with Salt Lake City, first pitch 7-05. And in the NFL, running back news, Indianapolis Colts have given their all-pro running back Jonathan Taylor permission to seek a trade. 24-year-old entering the final year of his contract of his rookie deal. He's been seeking a contract extension from there at that team.
1: This segment brought to you by UBO Business Services. Great people, great service, endless possibilities. That's UBO Business Services. Visit them at com. All right. Uh, I want to get into the uh, the All-Americans just really quickly. Um, oh, the Longhorns just had two, of course, re- recognized. on only second team, correct? It's a second team, All-Americans?
2: Yes. yes. Second team. Second
1: team. Uh, honestly, you don't even... As a guy who wasn't first team, you just say (laughs) All-American. Honestly, yeah, don't you throw out there. Once you're an old man like me, just throw it out there. Um, But I will say that I'm a little surprised JT Sanders didn't make it. Um, A lot of people have him as the second or third best tight end. And maybe there are a lot of good tight ends out there uh, these days. But I'm a little surprised he didn't make it. thought he would have had a shot to uh, make that All-American team. Who, Jalen? JT Sanders, yeah, and Jalen Ford, and Jalen Ford. Actually, yeah, honestly, Jalen Ford probably has a better case for it than JT Sanders. But I believe they put Harold Perkins, the LSU, yeah, um, I mean it's... defender. They put him at linebacker. He plays a lot of edge. He's based Texas wants to move Anthony Hill around like that too, and put him in different places as a movable chess piece. But I believe they put him at linebacker, and I think that 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 didn't help Jalen Ford. No, because that bumps him off. But see, I'm surprised he didn't make the second team.
2: Hey, listen, if you're a Texas fan and as many chips on shoulders as you can
1: create, good. You, you're right. Jalen Forrest definitely got one from last year. Defensive a player got of the O's year. by the Big 12. Yep, no doubt. I mean,
2: Kelvin Banks, not a unanimous pick this year by the Big 12. I mean, you want that. I like it. I like it. It's fuel.
1: You, uh, you have six uh, Big 12 uh, players who made the AP, AP uh, All-American teams, which that's a pretty good number. Kansas State offensive lineman Cooper Beebe. Uh, he ended up making it. Uh, also, the uh, Cincinnati defensive lineman, Dante Corleone. Is it Corleone? Corleone. Co- Corleone. I uh, like him. He's a, uh, that's, I like the name, anyway. Uh, also, uh, you got uh, Don't Kelvin. Don't call him names, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Kelvin Banks and West Virginia center, Zach Frazier. Also makes it, too, um, we talked about Xavier Worthy, of course, and TCU cornerback Josh Newton, who's a really good player.
2: He is a very good player. Yeah, he
1: actually I, he's one of my favorite defenders in the Big 12. He's a really good player. Oh, so those are the defenders who are, sorry, defenders, players, who made the AP All-American teams who uh, also play football in the Big 12.
2: Absolutely. Love that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Jalen Ford, I think, you know, got left out of that. But his, that, you made You explained it very, very well of why that may have happened. But, yeah, man, hey, go go get it. Go get it. it's all out in front of you, as we uh, get this thing cranked up. Also, Rod the um, the text continue to come in. Uh-oh. Uh, we got this. That
1: uh, oh, Silo. Silo is a great Apple TV show. Good job, CB. I just finished watching Silo, probably on the last month. It is. It's a nice little. It's a nice little sci-fi uh, storyline building there. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of Silo too. Good job. I like that.
2: That's a good one. <laughs> this says those biscuits will sell so well in Aggieland and Norman and Tennessee. And That's what oh, and Texas Tech.
1: Long. Texas has so many schools Somebody's that hate them. Somebody already stealing our
2: idea. They <laughs> Somebody already makes urinal cakes.
1: Yeah, so they're already done. Right? They're like they they already got the manufacturer. They got the <laughs> factory. They're like, oh, these these idiots. We're already copyrighted they, They're telling everybody about their million dollar idea. It's okay. It's okay. We just yeah. we just want to make sure that and
2: for the kids, maybe you could have them to where they change colors as you <laughs> use it. Go on them. You know
1: what I mean? Well, they, you know what we they could turn
2: like. You know, Aggie Maroon
1: or something. I don't know. Oh, uh, you could do something you like that. <laughs> Put yeah. some dye in them. Get, well, I, exactly. I don't know the, uh, the chemistry of the urinal cakes. So I don't the, either. The Piscuits or whatever. But, uh, I yeah. find a chemist. I'm sure you could do some wild stuff. But uh, that, I will say that for uh, the Longhorns, though, that's one of the only It's one of the only brands you can do that with because people specifically like to turn it upside down, which is what we'll kind of get to. Well, let's
2: do it in a Rod's <laughs> because, uh, yeah, you got to hear this story. Uh, Rod oh, has a rant. Oh, this is great.
1: I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Find out what happens when people stop being polite and start getting real. You ain't keeping it
0: real. My God. Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. Oh, you've it? done You're it now. It's
1: time for Rod's oh. rant of the day. Hold on to your butt. All right, if you haven't seen it by now, and I got it from uh, at Jim Weber. Jim M. Uh, Weber, I believe it is, who uh, put it out there first. Um, and it's made the rounds. There's a Texas Tech fan. And I don't know if he's in Lubbock or not. He's a Texas Tech fan. He's got the shirt on that says Texas Tech, so he's representing. And he's getting a tattoo in a tattoo parlor. And on his left thigh, kind of the toward the knee, he is getting an upside down longhorn, a hook 'em, basically. Um, the down, hand sign. The it's, hand like the sign. Hand so it's the hook 'em. It's the upside down hook 'em sign. Um, and he, he's throwing the horns down, actually, as he is taking this video. But he's getting a tattoo. Of the hand sign, the hook'em hand sign upside down on his thigh. Yeah, he's that committed to it, guys. He's that committed to it. And, it's, and it's, I don't want to talk to Longhorn fans. Really, the red is for Longhorn fans. It's not directed at opposing fan bases because I know why they do it. That's The horns down is basically their version of the middle finger these days. I get why they do it. And Longhorn fans, if this triggers you, this, this message is for you. This is a PSA for you you got to find a way right, to uh, basically find a way to cope with people doing the horns down in an aggressive manner towards you and even in an extreme manner like you're seeing here with a guy getting the tattoo of it. Because, number one, this is the last season in the Big 12. So these fan bases, though, this is one of the last times they going to get a chance to throw the horns down actually in the face of a Longhorn fan. All right, at a sporting event for a lot of these schools. So that, number one, is going to be motivation. They've been doing it for a long time anyway. And, yes, we know there have been penalties about it and throwing the Big 12, and we don't want to get into that because even Texas fans think that's stupid All right, to have a penalty because of Horns Down. Uh, but you can't let the Horns Down trade because you're about to see it amped up to a whole nother level because once you go into the SEC, those fan bases are even more rabid, extreme, and crazy, and they're going to be doing it. All the time. And you see it now without Texas even playing at school, they'll be doing the horns down. Like I said, it's their version of the middle finger. You think of it like this. This is how you flip the the narrative. This is how, you know, if you want to think of it as something that can benefit Texas, guys, it's just, it's just free media. It is just free publicity. It is just free advertising for the Texas brand. Everybody in the country knows what that horns down symbol means. And they know they're talking about Texas, even if they're not playing Texas. And if your kid walks up to mom and dad and says, mom, what does that symbol mean? Then mom and dad have to explain to that kid the Longhorn brand and what it is, and then why they dislike the Longhorn brand so much and why that kid should be doing it. All right? So it, 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 no matter which way you look at it, it's a great way For Texas to spread the brand, even though it's done through hatred and vitriol still. And some people say that's blasphemous to do the horns down as VY, who punched a dude in the strip club for doing the horns down his face. Some people don't play about that. I get it. (laughs) But you can't let that trigger you anymore because now it's about it's about to take off to another level. It's about to be in your face all the time. And there are way more. There are 10 times. Probably a hundred times more people that are doing the horns down than the horns up. We are doing the horns up. We love it. But now I'm telling you, if it triggers you, you got to find a way to cope. And the way to cope is, it's just free advertising, guys. They're just advertising Aww. along the way. Even when they buy one of those damn stickers or, or stick-ons, um, put on their car and do the horns down... Thank you very much for the money. <laughs> yeah,
2: them up. Thanks for the economic boost. Thanks for the
1: cut. <laughs> yeah, we get,
2: we get, they, get, we, they get credit for that. They get, yeah, I would so. also say this. This is if this is your own kid. You're, 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 hey, numbskull. Yes, when you're walking <laughs> around with shorts on or whatever, it'll be horns down. But when you sit down and you look at it every time, it's going to be right in your face. You have a hookum sign. When you look at it. When you look at and it. And you look down on it. <laughs> and you're sitting. You're gonna have a hook 'em horn. Yes, it's upside down for people who what, see it.
1: When you put your, when you put your legs up, when you put your feet up, no, like,
2: when you sit on the can or whatever, you're gonna be sitting
0: there going, "Oh, I gotta hook 'em right on my leg." <laughs> they're not the smartest up there.
1: No, they're not the smartest. Hey, no. you can't get your grades up. Get your guns up.
0: I'm, I'm living proof of that. So. No, I'm kidding. I mean, I'm
1: kidding. There,
2: well, every time he individually looks I'm down kidding. at it, he's gonna go, "Oh, shoot."
1: Uh, I, I don't I think
2: I had a good idea there, but not really.
1: You went viral, but for all the wrong reasons. So, Longhorn fans, it's listen. The horns sound isn't an insult; it's what basically it a compliment. It's you know you're becoming college football's version of like I said that middle finger and free media. I've talked, to, I've given this example plenty of times before. Uh, the presidential election with Donald Trump, he got like almost six billion dollars in free media because it's all we talked about. And I think, uh, you know, you look at it, It and for, for him, he didn't spend as much money on the election because he got just free media. For Texas, you translate it. Texas, I, don't, I can't tell you how much money they get in free media for teams doing the horns down or fans doing the horns down. I like so interested. just accept that.
2: I think you're probably right that in the SEC it'll get worse, or part of me thinks the SEC won't do that.
1: Oh, no, they'll do it. They're already know. doing it. I don't
2: know. No, Maybe some of this old miss. Have Take you been? Chance, you, go to, you went to
1: Arkansas mm-hmm. game, didn't you?
2: I did. Well, that's an old Southwest Conference, Rob. Dude, so they're, te- be-
1: they're going to teach the rest of them. What are you doing? Okay. Well, the Aggies are teaching right. the rest of them. The Sooners will teach the rest of them. The, the the Arkansas Razorbacks will teach the rest of them.
2: Like, I don't think Alabama fans will be doing. They were that. doing it last year. Were they? Yeah, of course, everybody. Okay. Well, I does. guess it's the deal. Oh, it's the
1: deal, man. Everybody does it. As rent like,
2: free, rent free.
1: You can't exactly rent free. You can't let that upset you, Logan fans. You can't. You yeah. can't. Just think of it. I like think I it's
2: comical. It's, it's uh, great. It's all comical. I, I I've been to one game in Norman, Oklahoma, in my in my life, and it was a great game. It was when it was oh eight. When Mike Leach and Texas Tech were in the top five and Oklahoma was in the top five, Texas was in the top five, I went to the Texas Tech OU game. OU smashed them. But, yes, I mean, all up and down the walkover – Cars and SUVs with the Bevo sticker turned upside down and stuck on their windshield. There you like, go.
1: Really, it's a beautiful thing. Buy the T-shirts and do all that kind I of stuff, it. And, and want to mangle the T-shirts and turn them upside down and put them on a stick, and it's like, okay, well, you bought the shirt. Fair
2: enough. <laughs> Fair enough, I guess. Uh,
1: so yeah, like I said, it's it's gonna get worse though. I I I I think it's gonna get much much worse in the SEC. But don't worry about it. You got to start looking at that as a badge of honor, unless he says you're rent free, man. They rent free. They're, they're thinking uh, about the brand guess, all the like, time.
2: He thinks he's being clever, but then every time he sits down or he looks at it, puts <laughs> his pants that's on, great point. he's gonna go, "Oh, damn! I, that's I'm supporting
1: them." <laughs> I'm, look at, exactly. I'm, I'm looking exactly. I'm looking right at the one's up. Oh, it's programming,
2: man. Uh, that is the rods rant mm. for this hour. Great stuff right there, and yeah, we we'll, I'll retweet that viral video if you have not seen it. Wow, uh, it's you no, know, it's
1: yeah. Your parents are gonna be very upset with him, like dude, even If they're if they're tech fans, they'll be like, dude, what are you doing? Get the guns up. Get the guns up on your leg or
2: something. Uh, Yes, we'll be back. We'll pick up these conversations. Also, is there a market for Jonathan Taylor now that he's been uh, given permission to seek a trade? Uh, Rod has come up with one team that maybe or heard of one team that maybe would be interested. We'll also get uh, before the end of the hour with the uh, Bullisher BS. Uh, Brought to you by the Austin Gamblers. And speaking of the Austin Gamblers, we got tickets. How about uh, three-day passes to give away to the Austin Gamblers and their big event coming this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at Moody Center. Get your details on that coming back here on Hook'Em Up with Ian Rodby.
0: Aaron Hogan, Rod Babers, Hook'Em Up, 1019-AM-1260, The Horn.
2: And that's right, hornfm.com is uh, where you can listen to our show. Also on the uh, Horn app, download that, touch of a button, you're listening to Ian Rod B all morning and the shows all day long. Uh, but at hornfm.com, uh, today through Thursday evening, uh, about 11 o'clock, you have your chance, Rod. You go to hornfm.com and get signed up. Our friends at the Austin Gamblers are bringing PBR Gambler Days to the Moody Center. They're going to convert the beautiful nice. venue into a rodeo get-down arena and uh, crank it up. Uh, we were out there last year when they were hauling in all the dirt, Rod, mm-hmm. and uh, setting up all the, the bull bull riding shoots. So, And you can be there. Uh, don't miss out on the most exciting event of the year. The PBR Team Series returns to Austin this weekend. Join the Austin Gamblers. They host PBR Gambler Days at Moody Center. That's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Professional bull riding at the very, very highest levels. The best riders, the best bulls. Eight seconds and the most exciting eight seconds in all of sports will be cranked up. They also have non-stop entertainment, food, and music live music each night. William Ziders is the the, uh, headliner on Friday. William Clark Green, a good friend, Mm, is on Saturday. Also our friend Kevin Fowler
1: on Sunday. Okay.
2: Uh, And so if you go to hornfm.com and get signed up, we will be giving away a pair of tickets for each day. So three-day passes for you and a guest. Legit. The PBR Gambler Days coming your way. Go to hornfm.com. And uh, before the top of this hour, we'll have our bullish and BS topics of the morning, including... A Texas Tech fan getting an upside-down Longhorn on his thigh. <laughs> I am not down with that. That is BS.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, that is some BS. And um, I just don't – I just wonder was – like, what was the conversation before that? Was he alone, um, you know what I mean, making this decision? And and who were the hype men or women? Like, nobody dis- nobody wanted to – Where's one dis- of his
2: boys to talk him out of this? Yeah, I'm so say, saying, dude. Like,
1: nobody wanted to disagree with him at the time. There was no – Discussion about it. Gotta have
2: a wingman on that deal.
1: Right? Somebody failed him because I'm assuming he, you know, got himself hyped up for it. Maybe he was a little tipsy, whatever. Uh, but yeah, man, whoever went there with him, because you never want to go to a tattoo parlor alone. Do you go to a tattoo parlor by yourself? You got to be really into tats. Cause you're just going to get a tattoo, well, and you're paying for it. I mean, those aren't cheap. I've never, I don't no, have no, any
2: tattoos are... or any ink, but at the same time, I know they're not. They're, Every
1: time I've gone, to not, not expensive. I've gone with other people to Me get
0: tattoos. Yeah, yeah, I've never yeah, been that's, alone. That's a group occasion.
1: That is. Seems like it, right? How many tattoos you got, Ty?
0: I got two in a brand.
1: Yeah, two in the brand, yeah. I got two tats. I'm, I'm gonna get some more. One, though.
0: one of my tattoos was given at, at a house though, so I've only like a jailhouse kids. tat kind of. it was my cousin. He he needed some practice. Oh, so. did he have
1: an actual needle though, like a yeah, a tattoo? Oh yeah, right? a tattoo. I thought you get jailhouse
2: stuff. Well, so you <laughs> have an actual like tattoo <laughs> from a licensed parlor. You let your your cousin do it to practice, and then you got branded because you're trying to get some.
0: The brand was when I was fourteen. So that, was,
1: that was a long time ago. He was trying to get something at fourteen. Is it big? Yep. <laughs> it was a
0: girl. It was a girl's dare. Yes. It
2: worked. There's only one answer to that question.
1: <laughs> I love it. It's fantastic. Yeah. Hey, you know what?
0: And it was a brand with a coat hanger. I like was this, I was at the Camp Longhorn this weekend, I was getting a lot of compliments. People were like, it like looks great. It. Sure yeah. looks great.
1: See, I gotta give me a Texas tat. I'm still gonna get one. We're of gonna those. To put that out. Can we do a, a picture Longhorn of that tag. and put
0: it
2: out on our socials? We can. We need ties, back tat, back brand. I haven't brand. seen it either. Back brand. I would
1: like to see the back brand. Oh yeah. man, that's too much. You got a you grown man at fourteen getting the brand? <laughs> Respect. Well, that's the thing. If he I wanted to get, cried yeah, like I'm a little. <laughs> you
2: know. Far be it from me to tell the Texas Tech fan how to do his tattoos, but if you put it like on your back shoulder upside down, it's always upside down. You're good. If you do it on your thigh, when you look at it, you're looking at the right side up. Hook 'em. That just seems really, really not smart.
1: It doesn't seem smart. Yeah. He should get on like maybe
2: if you put it on even on your 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 bicep up here on your your arm upside down it still it still stays a upside
1: down yes. for the most part yeah. yes no, you're right yeah unless you're
2: standing on your hands the
1: whole point <laughs> is he didn't think it through and whoever was with him did not actually have a a ra- a rational conversation about it beforehand about where it should be and whether it was worth it that, no. not worth it but that, yeah definitely not worth it bro no definitely yeah. not worth it he's gonna regret it. but you can get tattoos removed these days. Yeah, I mean, you can get tattoo removed yeah, That's not, what I'm
0: saying In like 10 years They'll have like a wipe they'll Exactly,
1: exactly. Like right it's right not, no, Thank you deep ink, They used to man. be Really really expensive Now I think they're less expensive To get tattoos removed Still expensive But not gotta, as much You gotta
2: go down pretty deep To get that to get to that ink
1: That's why you shouldn't Get a tattoo Unless you're willing To live with it for life It's gotta be a for life thing Like I'm willing To have it no for names. life It
0: means that much to me No names Unless it's one of your kids
1: uh, no, that's true. I got the wood, and me and the wood with boys got, for life.
0: I got VY10406 on my wrist. Yeah. So, yeah, your,
1: your name thing don't work. <laughs> people
0: usually people think someone, someone died.
1: So yeah, I, some so people go, get it, yeah. And I'm no. like,
0: no, nah, it's just Texas won the national championship. Again, I, you know, this is someone who does
2: not have a tattoo, but at the same time, I, I get it. The people, that's their deal. I don't uh, no judgment whatsoever. I, but I do kind of draw the line with the neck and then the face tattoos. That gets a little weird for
1: For me, yeah, I won't do neck or face. But that's, that's just weird. Yeah, you, if you're gonna do neck, if you're gonna do a neck and face tattoo, if you do a face tattoo, hopefully you make good money. <laughs> you don't have to worry about going and having a job interview one day. If you made a face tattoo, you don't worry about job interviews, you're making that kind of money. Good for you,
2: yeah. okay. Uh, Rod B, uh, we'll shift some gears. We'll get into this. Uh, because I'm gonna ask Ty coming up in Bullish or BS, he's getting a little nervous, a little nervous about Uh-oh. the Texas Rangers and the AL West, they've been yeah. in control, but. Things are tightening, and I'm an Astros fan, and I'm getting a little nervous, too, because of this dang Seattle team that's coming on like a freight train. But Because um, the Astros still aren't pitching very well, where they're starting pitching, even though they won last you gotta night. Got to win. Got to win. They got to win, but, uh, man, they're not, they're not pitching really well. But um, uh, let me ask you this. Jonathan Taylor has now been given permission. There's two big running back stories. We get closer and closer to the NFL regular season beginning. Um, we know the Las Vegas Review-Journal is reporting that uh, when the Vegas Raiders play Denver in week one. Josh Jacobs, their holdout running back, will be there. He has not participated in any team activity since being given the franchise tag back in March. No training camp, no mini camps, but according to the Vegas Review-Journal, he will show up and play uh, if they want to play him when they play the Denver Broncos. He was the Mm -hmm. leading rusher in the NFL last year. Jonathan Taylor, a 2021 All-Pro Uh, into his final year of his rookie deal, asking for a new one. The Colts won't give it to him, so the Colts have now given him permission to seek a trade. Is there a willing party, you think, out there? Is there a market for Jonathan Taylor, not only to trade for the player, but also knowing that he wants a long-term contract?
1: Yes, Stephen Holder, who covers the Colts, he is claiming the Colts are seeking a first-round pick or a package of picks that equates to a first-round pick, so whatever that value may be. Um, But it's been reported by a member of the, uh, the Miami Herald that the Dolphins are expected to explore a trade for Jonathan Taylor. Now, explore could mean a lot of different things. I don't know how you know deep that's going to get. Uh, but according to uh, this article, it says the Dolphins are expected to at least explore a trade for running back Jonathan Taylor now uh, that the team is allowing him to seek a trade. So that's one team. That may be interested in that would be a dangerous, <laughs> all right combination of oh, Jonathan Taylor, track star. exactly in that backfield with you know you got Tyreek Hill out there and Jalen Waddle and you sucked about it, yeah, Raheem Mostert, they're a track team. That may man, I already I think I got them, I have them winning the division anyway. Remember they added Vic Fangio, I'm a big Vic Fangio fan. Uh, that would probably push them over the top for me as the team to beat in that division. That might be the toughest division. Right now in the NFL, potentially, if the Jets are the real deal, and we're not sure, we well, think they are. I mean,
2: to what we're Mike on. McDaniel, we know he does with scheme and motion, and but to think about them going, you know, the trade for Tyree Kill to be followed up by a trade for Jonathan Taylor, you want to talk about adding some firepower to an R and the draft pick of Jalen mm-hmm. Waddle. Uh man, that is that they missed is salty. out on
1: Dalvin Cook, so they want they want a running back. Remember, they, they well were and after Jonathan Dalvin Taylor
2: Cook. is better than Dalvin Cook. Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah. I <laughs> mean he is, he's he's two hundred twenty five pounds. He's a workhorse. He is a but he also ran four three nine at the combine. Uh, he's a speedster uh, at two twenty five. Uh, he's a, he's a beast. Uh, that would be yeah. I think that's a game changer if it happens. But are they You're willing to sign on him? Ain't sure. <laughs> well, remember remember they're tra- but they traded for Tyreek Hill and then gave him the money. I don't know Mm -hmm. that they could trade for Jonathan Taylor and then sign him. Would they do that to a long-term deal? Can you have? Because you got Tua coming up, and obviously Tua's injury history is is the biggest issue there. But, um, yeah, clearly if they were to do that, they're going for it. Would they actually trade for him and roll the dice that that they don't have to give him the long-term money right now and he play for them this year? And then, you know, just going for it. I mean, he's actually trying to go all in and go win a, win a championship. And,
1: and that could help them get a lower price, or at least a lower value price on, on the trade if they also have to give him the contract. Yes. That could also play a role in it. I don't think he's going to get, or, or the Colts are going to get a first-round pick for Jonathan Taylor. First of all, teams have a hard time even drafting running backs in the first round to uh, equal that kind of value. And, hell, man, I remember when, Uh, The Ravens put the, I believe it's the non-exclusive franchise tag on Lamar Jackson, which means you got to give up two first-round picks if you reach a deal with him. Also have to sign a new deal with him. That's the most valuable position in football, and he's a running quarterback. And we were hearing just teams that were pretty much dismissing the idea. You couldn't even get a team to actually... Offer up a trade package for a MVP in his prime who was considered a running quarterback. Um, So I don't think you're going to (laughs) get, for a running back in his prime, I think Jonathan Taylor is, what, 24 years old. I just don't see with this depressed running back market, you're going to get just a straight-up first-round pick. I think it'll be a combination of maybe mid-round pick and then maybe the highest is a second-round pick for him, which, as you pointed out, he was drafted in the second round. Um, I think there will be a trade market, just not a first-round pick. No way.
2: No way! No way!
1: Not with this running back market, man. Running back, okay, none of them get paid. It's hard out there for a running back.
2: Well, it's just the market, <laughs> and that's the, that becomes the challenge for those players. Uh, I also think that it's become acrimonious between Jim Ursay and Jonathan Taylor. There's part of that that, you know, uh, you know he doesn't like him, and he doesn't like him, I and mean, that's one of those deals. It's become ugly, uh, which can happen with Jim Ursay because that would be the other part I'd want. I mean, Jim Irsay has become such a loose cannon um, of late. I mean, last year's move of, I mean, Frank Wright got hired in like a minute. Because Frank mm-hmm. Reich is still a well-respected coach in the NFL, and when they fired him, uh, what well, they were like two and three, and they had had a couple of too close losses, one like they were playing terrible football, yeah, and they cut him loose for him to bring in his buddy Jeff Saturday. I mean, that was just a weird, and uh, you know that 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 was Jim Irsay's a little bit off his rocker right now, in my mind. But now they've hired Shane Steichen and they've drafted Anthony Richardson. Well, you would think with a young quarterback who. You know, at this time last year, nobody was talking about Anthony Richardson as a top-five draft pick in the National Football League, but he's immensely gifted. Um, Is he a quarterback yet becomes the question. Jonathan Taylor next to him would help a lot.
1: It would, but I also think Shane Steichen, and I don't know if he's talked to Jim Irsay about it, maybe so, and maybe the GM there as well you know he he has some experience being able to weaponize a, a, a running quarterback and you're seeing more of that in the NFL teams being accepting of true dual threats or even guys with functional mobility and this season actually was the first season on record where there were more uh, designed quarterback runs than quarterback scrambles yeah. on record so that the NFL is starting to shift and that is also hurting the running back value because now you have quarterbacks who also can supplement uh, some of the productivity in the running game, and Anthony—it looks like Anthony Richardson, with all the freakish athleticism he has—he's going. He might. He might be, you know, threatening to run for a thousand yards next season, potentially. Like they may run him that much. You, you would think it would be ill-advised, but sometimes early on, that's easier for those young quarterbacks than trying to transition immediately to becoming a pocket yeah, passer. Do what he does well. Right? Exactly. In the, in the, right? short,
2: yeah. I still think Jonathan Taylor helps you, but at the same time, if oh, he's going to be a, a, a malcontent, then that doesn't help anybody. And that's what it looks like right now with Jonathan Taylor. But by all accounts, he's a great dude. He's a great guy. He's a, he's a great teammate. We've um, coming out of Wisconsin from the state of New Jersey. Really a good player. Only 24 years old. I mean, his this isn't one of those guys who's Zeke Elliott, you know, used and abused. This guy is uh, still young in his career. But uh, we'll see. We'll let that play out. The Josh Jacobs story is out there. Uh, we know Dalvin Cook is now a New York Jet. That would lead you to tonight, Rod. You've got the... Uh, this third episode of Hard Knocks will be debuting on HBO tonight, right. if you're looking for it. And, as we told you yesterday, Netflix will drop a series today called The Swamp Kings. It's a four-part series on the Florida Gators under Urban Meyer. All the winning Tim Tebow, yet all the off-field you. That they dealt with that uh,
1: Hernandez. You mean the serial killer oh, on yeah. the team? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah,
2: <laughs> that's the, the elephant
1: in the room. There was a serial killer on the team. Yeah, serial killer. Does was that on the uh,
2: team. pique yeah. your interest? I know you watch the Johnny yeah, Manziel
1: doc. I, I want to see how they, yeah, how they really portray the relationship, if at all, any between Tim Tebow, who is a man led by his faith and uh, obviously a servant of the Lord um and in every capacity, uh and then you got. A serial killer. <laughs> also, on the well, team. They, Meyer, they's targeting. They throwing to
2: <laughs> Urban Meyer, Saint Urban, who's a, a good Catholic, but he also oh. uh, His his faith, His faith was driven by winning. Exactly. At all costs.
1: Yeah, he's like, I'll say those Hail Marys later. (laughs) Well, I'll be into that.
2: Swamp Kings is (laughs) coming out today, I believe, on Netflix, HBO, Real Sports, HBO Tonight with uh, Hard Knocks, Episode 3. Aaron Rodgers is your star. We'll come back. When we do, it's a little round of bullish or BS, including uh, pretty clear who Vegas believes is the toughest division in the National Football League. We'll ask Rod and Ty and myself uh, who we're bullish on in the NFL's toughest division. Coming back.
0: Bullish or B.S. brought to you by the Austin Gamblers.
2: Yeah, coming up, uh, we'll go back behind the burn orange curtain with uh, Texas football. Steve Sarkeesian certainly bullish on his, what he's seen from his defensive front seven so far in camp, given his offense fits. Also, the X-Man, Xavier Worthy, second-team All-American explosive plays in the scrimmage on Saturday, according to Sark. And that comes because he's being freed up by other really good receivers around. And we'll hear from Sark coming up. Also, how bullish are we on the ninth-ranked team in our Horn Top 20 countdown? Rod, coming up later in the show, we'll preview the Clemson Tigers. Led oh, by Kate, Kate Klubnick. Klubnick. Yeah. That's right. How Ooh. bullish are we?
1: Can well, got they a got a new O.C. too, right? They got new, uh, yeah, a guy named Garrett Riley. Yeah. Oh, Clay, Kate Klubnick in a, in a Riley offense? Yes, sir. Yeah, that's that's some, that's that, scary. That could be bullish. That could be a problem which that we could will be a
2: preview coming up uh, in oh, the yeah. Warren Top 20 Countdown Clemson mm. uh, as we climb towards number 1. Yesterday we had the uh, Utah Utes. Today it's Clemson in our preview. Uh, so bullish and BS. Can I ask you all this? And then I know Ty's got a couple. I know you guys, Rod. What are we bullish on and BS? Put you guys on the spot here. Let's do it. If you're, You guys, Ty, Ty's a Vegas guy, right? Ty bet against the odds last night and bet against the – Baltimore Ravens 24-game preseason win streak and was a winner-winner chicken dinner because of a field goal late. Damn right. Feeling good, Ty? Feeling good? Got that
1: Should be. ching a little dopamine
2: rush? Oh, yeah, big time. Uh, Because, uh, yeah, the Ravens hadn't lost a preseason football game since uh, September of 2015. (laughs) They lost last night 29-28, skin of their teeth. Uh, But loss is a loss. Uh, But I wanted to ask you, speaking of the Ravens, so according to Vegas – there are two divisions, one in each conference, that are clearly the hardest to pick, the toughest divisions in football, in the NFL, which starts in a couple of weeks. Those would be the AFC and NFC North. Okay. Because I say this because if you go to each, if you go to all of the the you know odds makers, every other division has a, a, a team that's not going to be close to winning it. Like the Texans are plus eleven hundred to win the AFC South right now. <laughs> the Raiders are plus two thousand to win the AFC West. Uh, the Commanders are plus 1,400 to win the uh, Cowboys division, the NFC East. Um, the you know the Buccaneers are plus 750. The Cardinals are plus 3,000, 3000. to win the uh, NFC West. But the two divisions, the two Norths, are essentially coin flicks, flips, and Vegas is telling you that. How about okay. this? In the AFC North, the Bengals are plus 155. Ravens plus 220. Browns plus three seventy five, but the Steelers are in last place, but they're a plus four fifty. That's not a terrible bet with a young Kenny Pickett.
0: Mm-hmm. They think George Pickens,
2: their receiver, is going to be a star. They have Najee Harris and uh, the other guy, the other kid, Jalen Warren out of, of Oklahoma State, who they like a lot. We know Mike Tomlin's teams are going to play great defense. So I'm going to put you guys on the spot: who is uh, who's going to win the AFC North? Uh, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, Deshaun Watson and the Browns, Joe Burrow and the Bengals, Kenny Pickett and the Steelers.
1: I'm going Burrow and the Bengals because I love Lou Anarumo's defense. But Lamar Jackson the Ravens, man, that offense is going to be nasty this year. Mark my words. He's going to be in an MVP conversation, I think.
0: I'll, I'll go with what you're saying here with the Steelers. I think Ooh. maybe Kenny Pickett could take that next step. Mike really? Tomlin, I think he's the best know, Do you, know, do you
2: realize in the last two months of last year, Kenny Pickett played as a top-10 quarterback in the NFL? Okay. Statistically. Statistically.
0: Mm-hmm. I, have, I have questions about the Bengals O-line, and they lost a lot of starters on defense. So I, I think Mike Tomlin will get, get it right this year. That
2: division is so tough, man, because I it do is. think the
0: Steelers, and Mike Tomlin
2: built such a winning culture. Yeah. And he likes I mean, the, the the star of their camp right now, and I saw Ryan Clark. Of course, Ryan Clark on ESPN, now Monday Night Football. He played defensive back, Rod, and played, mm-hmm. played at LSU. Oh, yeah. But he said he grew up coaching uh, Carl uh, George Pickens. Oh, the says, wide receiver. Yeah, and thinks he's yeah. more talented than Justin Jefferson. Mm. Thinks he's more yeah. just a more talented he said athlete. He's
1: talented, yeah, you know, just athletic materials. Yes, just like the raw material. Yeah, he doesn't say he's a better player. He just said he's better. And he's co- and of
2: course LSU fans all got mad at him because Justin Jefferson's LSU guy. But so it, what if George Pickens becomes a star for Kenny Pickett? He, and all of a sudden,
1: he does look really impressive on those 50-50 balls. They just throw it up to him. He's creep. not even open. And if he's if he's one-on-one. It's, a, it's, a, it's it's guaranteed 80-20 that he's going to get it.
2: Well, and this is why Vegas is having a hard time with this because <laughs> you could make a case for the Bengals for sure with Cool Joe Burrow, uh, the Ravens with the Lamar that Jackson, Odell Beckham. Yeah, mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson, a healthy J.K. Dobbins. And what they do, the Browns, what if Deshaun Watson gets back close to what he was Yeah, with Miles Garrett off the edge and then the Steelers. Then the other one is the NFC North where the Lions are the favorite right now, plus 140, 145-ish. The Vikings are plus 260, Packers plus 350, and even the Bears are plus like 450 to be in this thing with Justin Fields. Who wins that division, Rod Papers? Who are you bullish on in the NFC
1: North? NFC North, honestly, it's crazy. I think I took the Lions.
2: Well, you're going with the odds favorites in Vegas. I think I took the
1: Lions when we did our picks. Jared Goff. Yeah, man. That offense. That's a top five offense, guys. And they added to the offense with Jameer Gibbs. And their defense should be better. And the defense should be better. They invested in the defense. So, and you know what, Dan Campbell. They play for him. They play hard for Dan Campbell, man. Yeah, they, they bite kneecaps. <laughs> they actually play they play hard for him. And Ben Johnson at OC for the Lions, he's on the fast track. He'll be a head coach in like three three years or so. Um, the Vikings won it last year with Kirk
2: Cousins. A lot of close games. A lot of kind of miracle wins they had. Some people think they're coming back to earth this year. That's where Justin Jefferson plays. Packers, Jordan Love's looked pretty good in the preseason He run.
1: has looked good, man. It, it is it possible that the, the, the Packers could have three – Good elite quarterbacks in a row because they drafted Jordan Love in the first round. Well,
2: Jordan just looked efficient, running yeah, the Matt looking for offense.
1: Yeah, go from Bray Mayfield a- to Aaron Rodgers to a good Jordan Love. Wow.
2: All right, we'll take your your thoughts on that if you're a fan or just an NFL fan. Who are you bullish on to win the NFC and AFC North? The according to Vegas, the two toughest divisions in all of football to predict. Ty, what do you like in the North of the NFC?
0: I like Minnesota. I'm a big Kirk Cousins guy. I have to watch Dak Prescott all the time. So. Man,
1: whoever said that? I'm a big Kirk Cousins guy, except for Kirk Cousins' wife. You like that?
0: <laughs> well, and then he's a he's a Dak Prescott,
2: not a fan. But, but if I, as I've told you, they're actually the same quarterback.
1: Look at their <laughs> In a lot of ways. They're the same player. <laughs> but he's a Cowboys fan, and Cowboys fans don't like Dak. Vikings
2: fans don't like Kirk exactly. Cousins, But everybody yeah. else does.
1: Yeah, yeah so they <laughs> are very
0: similar. I don't think there'll be much defensive ball all played in that division. That's that's the one thing I know. For best sure. defense might be the Packers. Uh, you
1: don't I You might be right about that. Yeah. Best defense might be the Packers. In that, and dang, that in the division. AFC
2: North, man, they all play defense. <laughs> I mean, gosh, Ravens, Bengals, Steelers, Browns, Browns are
1: loaded, too. Yeah. Oh. Browns' defense front's loaded. That division. They just signed Clown. Who signed Clowney? What was that uh, Ravens? That'd that'd be the Ravens? It's Ravens, yeah. And Ravens got better there, too, yeah.
2: All right, so uh, we're getting the horns down, text. We appreciate those. Well, the uh, tech fan that got the upside-down tattoo, but it's actually right-side up. Uh, we'll get you details <laughs> and the headlines and behind the burn orange curtain. We'll hear from Sark coming next.